Good morning and welcome to Convocation. Uh, my name is Tushan Hemachandra. I'm the web designer coordinator for Goshen College. I work in the public relations office. Um, on behalf of my colleagues at PR, I would really like to thank you all for being here this morning. I do have some good news and bad news again. Um, which would you like to have first? Bad news? Okay, let me give you the good news first. Uh, the good news is that we do, in fact, have the CNN clip of our students speaking this time around. The bad news is we do not have any donuts or coffee to share with you. And this is also going to last an hour. I'm just kidding, sorry. Um, now seriously, we're, uh, we're really excited to uh, be here this morning and um, to, to tell you a little bit about the work that we do for Goshen College. And so to start things off, I'd like to hand it over to my boss and my friend, uh, Director of Public Relations, Richard Aguirre. Good morning. PR people are used to being in the background. We feel most comfortable when we're on your side. But we're pleased to be here this morning, and we're so happy that you decided to join us. We're here this morning to talk about the Goshen College story, and through that, to discuss the work of the Public Relations Office. We have just a few goals for this convocation. We hope to broaden your understanding of the Goshen College story. We hope to convince you, we hope, that you are the Goshen College story, the messages as well as the messengers. We'll provide an overview of PR at GC, what we do and how we do it. Finally, we hope to dispel what we believe is a common misconception that the function of public relations is to spin the truth, to be deceptive, misleading, or manipulative. It's true that PR practitioners want to put a positive emphasis on their organizations, but ethical public relations means telling the truth and accurately portraying what goes on, and that's our mission at Goshen College. And as Tushan mentioned, we will show the CNN video the first comment that we received after that CNN video showed was the following co comment that we got at 6.41 a.m. on May 6th. It was from a man named Richard, Richard Schladen who said, I have been a Roman Catholic for 55 years. I became a member of the faith when I was just the, about the age of the students from Goshen College that were on CNN just a minute ago. It was wonderful to see the love of Christ in their faces. I saw myself right up there with them. Before we go any further, I'd like all PR staff members and all interns, including video production, to please stand so I can introduce you. You've already met Tushan Himachandra, our web designer and coordinator. Jody Byler is head of our campus news bureau and she's also in charge of photography and writing. Daniel Palmer wait, Dan, is our graphic designer and the person most responsible for our excellent visual design. Myrna Kaufman is our administrative assistant. She truly holds our office together, and I don't think you'll find a more caring person on the Goshen College campus. Associate Professor of Communication Ron Johnson is our coordinator of video production. Josh Gleason is our sports information director. And our current and new interns are 
Meg Kennel, Celeste Torok, Sarah Zweer, Tim Blum, Michael Newman, Emily Doherty, Tyler Falk, Luke Nossinger, Doug Hallman, Dusty Diller, Sarah Jensen, Taylor Stansbury, and Jordan Swartensrumber. Can you give my hand? Before, before I turn the program over to Jody Byler, I'd like to just say a quick word about what we do in public relations. The Public Relations Office is part of the Institutional Advancement Division, and our Vice President is Will Jones. We know that we have the best jobs at Goshen College. We get to work with all of you. Students, faculty, staff, alumni, the local community, church members, and people from throughout the world and throughout this country. We actually get paid to talk to people and to learn things. And we get to know cool stuff before almost anybody else on campus. We work with the admission office, with President Brenneman, with current and prospective students, with academic departments and programs. We work with support services, athletics, the development office, the music center, and with alumni church and parent relations. We help with special projects, and we develop strategies and projects to advance the college's mission and to support its core values and its mission. You're our clients, and you're also our bosses. Our work involves, involves advertising preparation and placement, alumni relations, including publication of the bulletin. We've got some copies here if you'd like to pick them up. We oversee campus communications, including the communicator and the faculty staff bulletin. We handle graphic design, news media relations, photography, PR and crisis communications. We also supervise sports information, videography, web design and supervision, writing and editing, and sometimes we even do an occasional campus event. So that's PR at GC in a nutshell. Next, Jody is going to tell a little bit about the Goshen College story. So what is public relations? Some people, possibly many of you, see it as damage control or people who spin the truth. And if that's what it was supposed to be, and if that's what we're supposed to do, I don't think any of us would be interested in continuing with our jobs. Instead, I would describe our jobs as telling the Goshen College story. We try to help people who know us to stay informed. And we strive to help those who don't know us to become acquainted and to, stay, or to get connected. Sometimes we correct inaccurate perceptions and provide more context and clarity when situations need it. In the last few weeks there, I don't know if any of you saw this, but there were several letters to the editor in the local newspaper calling Brian McLaren a false prophet and criticizing the college for hosting him this past weekend. And people are entitled to their opinions and they don't need to agree with every speaker that comes to our campus. But we're also aware that if we didn't respond that about why we invited him, that people would continue to believe whatever was printed there, and they might have an inaccurate perception about him and our goals. A lot of times we also get to tell the really wonderful news about the college. When we learned that CNN was going to air an interview with a group of GC students, we knew that a lot of people would be interested. 
And when the student-made documentary Fuerza won a Telly Award recently, we also knew the campus and the public would want to know. But what is the story of Goshen College? We see it as the way that you as students, faculty, and alums are living out the college's mission and core values. It is what you are doing. It's what you're thinking. It's how you are contributing to the church, the community, and the world. Goshen College is as great as the people that are here. It is Provost John Yorty's 31 years of dedicated service. It's the students who organized a community prayer vigil on the fifth anniversary of the Iraq War. It is Gerald Richards' incorporation of sustainability into his economics courses. It is Tina Peters' amazing race-walking success. It's Steve Nolt's Amish Grace book that continues to be recognized for its significance. It is the theater and music students who are performing quilters this weekend. It is the 230 graduates who walked across the stage in April to receive their degrees after significant work and sacrifice. It's the first group of students to go on SST to Tanzania this past semester. It's the students in the Women's World Music Choir who traveled during spring break and took their unique message to churches and schools. It's the group of students who spent a night in cardboard boxes on the courthouse lawn. These are just a sampling of the stories we have told during the past five months, but they're a sampling of what you guys have been doing also in the last five months. And there are seven of us who work in the Goshen College Public Relations Office, including um, interns. So we are only able to tell a part of the GC story. And our job is not to be journalists. We do have biases. We are striving to the, tell the story of this one great place and the amazing people here. But the story is also being told every day by each of you, whether you mean to or not. Because as we study, work, play, and pray here at this place, we are creating the story and telling it. You each get to choose whether the story is one that you like or not, whether you love this place and the people here. But Goshen College is you, me, and all of us. When we have unfortunate circumstances happen or sad, painful news, we all share and mourn in that. And when we have wonderful, joyous news, we all celebrate together because we are Goshen College, all of us. Tashana is going to show you how we tell this amazing story happening here at this spot in Indiana where the leafy maple grows. So how do we tell the GC story to our audiences? Well, we work to tell the GC story in a variety of media ranging from print design to writing to photos uh, to recently video and also the web. Uh, to start things off, I'd like to show you a small sample of um, the, the hundreds of print ads that are created by our graphic designers. Um, and these are published in numerous local, regional, and national publications, such as the U.S. News and World Report, uh, the Elkhart Truth, and the Mennonite Magazine. Our office also designs and produces the Bulletin, the Goshen College Magazine, that is published three to four times a year and reaches approximately 25,000 households of Goshen College alumni and families and friends here in the U.S. and overseas. Uh, here are some of, some of the covers of the, the recent issues that were designed from our office, and this is one of the feature spreads uh, talking about the students who worked together to produce the award-winning documentary Fuerza. 
We also produce over 250 news releases, dozens of photo albums, and, uh, and dozens of videos that highlight the exciting news and events and stories from our campus. And as the web is uh, conveniently, it conveniently allows us to easily present our writing photos and videos uh, to as wide of an audience as possible, I'll continue with a brief tour and overview of our website, uh, which is designed and built and managed by uh, our web team and PR, and show you how the writing, photos, and videos uh, come together on the web to tell the GC story. Um, this is uh, Goshen College uh, main page. The Goshen College website actually receives over three million page views uh, in a calendar year in, in just this past year, uh, with a majority of the visits, of course, coming from the U.S., but we've also had visits from over 200 uh, other countries and territories uh, across the world. So we're reaching a really wide audience uh, through this, this, this medium, and we want to make sure that this main page, which in itself receives about half a million page views every year, uh, is as strong of a reflection of Goshen, of Goshen College, of what Goshen College really is. Uh, and so some of the design considerations were to have uh, photographs to show the faces and the places of Goshen College, to show that we really are a welcoming campus. And also some of the incredible things that our students, faculty, and staff are engaged in. Um, the faith and politics uh, is, is, a, is a topic I'll talk about in a little bit. Um, Graduating class, John Yordi's service to the college, Gerald Richer's um, economic sustainability with the biodiesel project as well. Those are some of the things we want to show prominently on our site. And also uh, clearly show uh, the campus news, uh, showing the latest uh, headlines from that selection, and also a link to the vast archive um, of news that, are, that is churned out from our office. And, and these news releases are not only published on our website, but they're also pitched to a variety of uh, media, including local media, your hometown newspapers, as well as uh, church publications. Uh, moving on to photos and video, we have a sort of a small microsite called Virtual GC. Some of you may be familiar with this or not. Uh, and this um, showcases some of our photo albums and videos, uh, and also blogs that I'll get to in just a little bit. Um, we had over 50 photo albums from this past calendar year already, um, highlighting everything from academics uh, to campus events, athletics, arts and theater and music. And also in video, this past fall our department expanded to include a video production capability. Our video production coordinator, Ron Johnson, who's also a communications professor at GC, and his team of talented student videographers have been capturing in high definition uh, several key campus events, including highlights from Fall Orientation Weekend, uh, John D. Roth's powerful speech on denominations, on the importance of denominations, as well as athletic events. And I'd like to show one of these clips uh, from this past soccer season to relive some of the uh, excitement that uh, we all enjoyed uh, this past fall.
and along the lines of athletics, uh, sports information is another important part of how we share the Goshen College story as it, as it extends beyond the classroom. And with thousands of uh, online visits each month, uh, GoalLeafs.net, which is maintained by Josh Gleason, our sports information director, plays a really important role in, in sharing the stories of our student athletes with alums, parents of Maple Leaf fans, and prospective students and beyond. And beyond providing detailed recaps and stats from each of the major sporting events or meets for each uh, Maple Leaf team, uh, we do not want to ignore the fact that our student athletes have diverse skills, interests, and thoughts that go beyond the athletic arena. An example of this that can be found on GoalLeafs.net is an article about the two Maple Leafs, Peter Kuntz and Sheldon Good. Uh, Peter Kuntz is a soccer player and Sheldon Good's on the Maple, uh, men's tennis team, who participated in the recent CNN roundtable discussion on faith and politics, where both uh, Sheldon and Peter articulated to CNN the, the issues that were most important to them uh, as first-time voters engaged in the 2008 presidential election. And um, while a lot of this is, you know, our office presenting the stories about you, our faculty, students, and staff, we want as, to, as much as possible uh, to have you tell the stories for yourselves. That is where the authentic voice really has, has some value. And uh, one way that we've tried to do this is to leverage uh, blogging technology. Um, it was first deployed for our SST units, for SST leaders to share their experiences as, as a group um, with photos and, uh, and in, even including journal entries by the students themselves. And that is something that we, we hand the uh, editorial discretion to them to add the content there. We don't filter it through a, uh, uh, you know, an extremely sensitive s censorship. Um, but we simply provide guidelines and suggestions for appropriate content uh, and sometimes some uh, editing and writing style corrections. Uh, that also applies to the student blogs that we have. Uh, we have six students blogging uh, about their lives at GC, um, and they talk about their joys and their, uh, their challenges uh, and add their photos uh, from the events and activities that they're involved in. We also had uh, w the Women's World Music Choir tour this past spring. And uh, they had, uh, they made, four of their members maintained a blog uh, documenting their experiences and uh, this uh, within the, just during the, the week or so that this uh, tour was, was going on, this blog received well over 3,000 hits to it. Um, so it, it had a really good um, audience uh, on campus as well as off campus for us who could not be a part of that uh, touring group. Um, we also do, um, at, the, uh, at the seasons of Advent and Lent, uh, we do uh, daily devotionals, which are, again, uh, prepared by our faculty, students, and staff. Uh, and it, we have over 6,000 people subscribed to receive this by email. And we receive, again, thousands of visits to this during the seasons of Advent and Lent. And again, this, this really shows how vibrant of a spiritual community we have on campus because it's your spiritual thoughts uh, and, and uh, impressions of the lectionary scriptures. And most recently, uh, the Faith and Politics um, website, uh, the commentaries and opinions of more than 30 faculty, students, and staff contributed uh, what, the, what were the major issues that they were thinking about um, as they neared the primaries, as, as well as uh, the presidential election that will be coming up shortly. Um, and 
They've, uh, a lot of comments have been left for them, and there's, it's sort of created a discussion both on campus and off campus with the authentic voice of our, uh, of our campus folks coming through and people being able to really see what, what we're thinking of and, and how our thought processes are working. And Jody, would you like to take on the next section here? I'm going to be sharing five things that you should know about Goshen College PR, past and present. Do you know what the most frequently visited page on the GC website is? Not counting the home page or the on-campus page. Anyone? A guess? It's not the SST blogs. It's not goleafs.net. It's probably a page you've never even been to, but thousands from the around the world have. <laughs> Fetal Pig Dissection Guide <laughs> by our own Jim Miller and the biology department. You should also know about a story from 1931. I know it's a long time ago, but it's an interesting story. When there were these, I think, eight photos taken at a Halloween masquerade party. This is one of them. Um, and it provoked a Mennonite church leader to mail copies of these photos to all Mennonite ministers in the country in condemnation for what he believed to be the college's relaxation of conservative standards. <laughs> the letter said, pictures of the Halloween occasion indicate conduct and appearance that are alike indecent, shocking, and ridiculous. It appears that most of those taking part are members of the church, some children of prominent families, including those of missionaries. President S.C. Yoder at the time had the opportunity to re respond to the critics and concerns in the midst of what was a considerable PR crisis. And as we can see, controversy is not new for Goshen College or many other colleges. Number three, as Tashawn said, we do spend time creating advertisements about the college. We are considering a new series promoting our greatness. We would welcome your feedback as to whether this approach captures our essence best. I'm going to read a few highlights of this. The Mennonite Church owns, controls, supports, finances, and has confidence in Goshen College and Heston College. Goshen and Heston are not the best colleges in the United States, but they are better than the rest for Mennonite young people. They give the regular college courses under competent instructors, but they give more. They give good, wholesome, safe, thoroughly Christian environment. Mennonite young people, attend your own college, church colleges. They are the best for you. Be loyal. <laughs> Don't worry, it's from 1925. <laughs> I think that we've improved our messages and our understanding of ourselves since then. Number four, on the topic of how we portray ourselves. We are often criticized by students that we don't accurately represent the college or the student body, and I want to dispel one myth here today. If you take time to look through the admission view book and do some calculating, the percent of white students and the percent of students of color in the photographs is actually representative of the student body. I've confirmed this for myself and actually even had a student confirm this as well last week after he did research for a class assignment. Finally, we can't leave without telling you about a great prank that came at our expense a few years ago. In the spring of 2000, a group of graduating seniors decided that the communicator was ripe for being the target. 
At that time, our office was responsible for collecting all the announcements, printing them in a template, and then distributing the printed copies to 100 locations around campus by 9 a.m. every day. Myrna Kaufman, the greatest assistant an office could ask for, was in charge and took her job very, very seriously. One day after the communicators were delivered, she started getting calls from people upset about what the announcements had said. It turned out that students had made their own version of the communicator, printed it on the exact same paper, in the exact same font, and had followed around the delivery person replacing the real communicator with the prank version. <laughs> Here's one highlight from the announcements that ran that day, which many of you might wish was true. In response to feedback from the housing survey and meetings with the housing consultants, we are exploring the option of designating Kratz Second a co-ed floor next year. John Yorty. He does leave a lasting impact here at Goshen College. All right, Richard will be up next. We're just a, a minute or so away from, or less from the CNN video. I just wanted to give a quick word about our philosophy of public relations, Goshen College. It's probably been clear what we try to do here. What we try to do is represent Goshen College in a positive manner but always with honesty and with integrity. In our experience, in our experience, spending doesn't really work. More than that, spending the truth is wrong. It violates who we are, violates what we want to be, and it violates our Christ-centered core values. So our mission is to tell the truth and the whole truth, even when that's painful. We do this because we believe this whole story is overwhelmingly positive, and that's who we are. Of course, we know that many people are cynical about public relations these days, and we know some people may be cynical about what we do in the PR office. But we're not cynical because this is your story, and we care about you and we care about Goshen College. You keep us challenged, amazed, and hopeful, and we appreciate all of you. So thank you for the privilege of serving you and for helping to tell your story. And now let's see that video from CNN. With day six Easter. This year, there are more voters than ever before. A new survey by the AP says 3.5 million people have registered to vote. And CNN's Rick Sanchez has been traveling the country to talk with these new players in our ongoing series we like to call the League of First-Time Voters, people of different faiths and political persuasions. Today, Rick is in Indiana for a discussion with a group you rarely hear from, Mennonite students at Goshen College. As Mennonites, we consider ourselves not unpatriotic, but more than patriotic. Citizens of both of this world and of another world. I think being patriotic is also being a neighbor to those actually in our country and those far away. Barack Obama said when he was asked in one of our CNN debates whether he would talk to people like Chavez and Hamas. Both other candidates, McCain and Hillary Clinton, said no, we wouldn't talk to them. Barack Obama said, sure, I would go talk to them. He was called naive for having that position. Would the Mennonite position, would your position be that he was naive? My position would be um, that we need to talk to the people, regardless of whether or not we like them. Um, how else do you 
fix the issues that you have between countries if the leaders won't even talk to each other. Where's the diplomacy? Where's the creative thinking, the, the alternative solutions? I think engaging in that kind of diplomacy and trying to find alternative solutions is something that involves a leap of faith. But if you're willing to take that risk and to have that faith, um, you find hope in something greater than yourself. You can't just think about what you want. You have to think about other people's well-being as well. And maybe some of the choices they make aren't the greatest, but they're still human beings and they deserve the respect. I was in um, Iran three months ago and um, the welcome I received there and the incredible warmth from Iranian people, which I've never experienced traveling anywhere else to be welcomed as an American, was absolutely shocking and, and the stereotypes coming in and the fears were just blown to pieces. When you go to another culture, you learn that um, the way that you were raised isn't the only way and that maybe not even the correct way or the right way. And so you learn how to respect uh, other people's views and other people's ways of thinking. We're so aware of what's going on in the world and we become this interdependent world. And that's why this idea of global citizenship and becoming a part of that is so important. And people are energized by their want to connect with people and to understand our world. And you too can join our growing community, the League of First-Time Voters. We got feedback on that video which showed on May 6th from all over the world. Last night, that was rebroadcast. And we got these two emails this morning. The first one's from C.P. Vasu Duvan. Hi, I just saw the interview of your student, first-time voters on CNN. I'm glad that our next generation understand what huma humanity and globalization really mean. There is still hope for our country and the world in spite of the violence all around us. Congratulations. And we got the following from a man named Gary Miner from Columbus, Indiana. Hello, those are some real good kids that were on CNN. How refreshing. I hadn't heard that kind of intelligence on that channel since, well, hmm, <laughs> ever. Thanks for teaching them properly. <laughs> Thank you, Richard, and thank you all for joining us this morning. And to, we hope you enjoyed our presentation, and we'd like to conclude by saying that you are Goshen College, so help us to tell, us, tell your stories. And we welcome your feedback and ideas, so please, please let us know what you think and how we can improve. Have a great week.